it's very easy to to tell a community what you think should happen right and I think that's maybe the, the what sometimes falls for some organizations fall down on that because they think they know what the solution is mm. what's the solutions actually talking to the community and finding the balance of what they need holding my head again making my way through crowded thoughts sometimes it's hard to get out of it Hey friends, welcome to this week's episode of Please Blow My Mind with me, Will Fleming. This episode is proudly supported by the team at Campfire Studios. This is the place I am at right now. If you're watching me on the awesome video link or listening on the awesome audio link, Campfire Studios is a professional podcast studio that's here to record your podcast. Simply walk in, hit record, three camera setup walk out and get delivered back an awesome podcast for you to upload so there we go podcasting video creating campfire studios is your go-to here we go team with this episode with my guest lincoln jefferson he is the ceo of the warriors community foundation now as lincoln talks about in this podcast the warriors community foundation does a lot essentially it brings that mana the power that the warriors nrl team has and then funnel some of that through the community um, to serve. And I think what's interesting about this chat is we talk a bit about what it means to serve in a community. It's something I'm passionate about. It's something that I'm even um, trying to move more towards, the idea that you will take your passion and then you will help to serve and deliver that passion into community and it's not so obvious uh, what that means but it feels very meaningful and so it's something that uh, Lincoln and I talk about and it's something that I'm trying to actively do. Um, What else has been going on before we get into this podcast? Um, Yeah for those uh, asking quite often I'm doing okay as as those uh, who know know. Uh, My mum passed away not long ago and it sure has been a a up and down roller coaster of emotions and i guess i'm lucky and what i would say is that i'm someone who just lets those emotions go through them uh, i know not everyone's like that but i certainly am so when i'm feeling down i'm down and when i'm feeling up i try and uh um give myself a high five that that for many people the up part is the challenge and and I guess I just remain hopeful. That's one of the things that I do mention whenever I talk about my mum with people or when I think about life is that my mum was someone who believed in people, she believed in me, and I wish to carry her legacy on by by having hope in others. And so I guess with that said, let's get into the podcast with our awesome friend, CEO of the Warriors Community Foundation, Lincoln Jefferson. Thank you all for joining this podcast. You truly blow my mind. Bringing out the fight, yeah, bring on all the lightning. Cause I'm looking for a hero, look inside the mirror. I find one, oh, carry the hurt. Too hard, pick it up, dust it off When I fall down 11, I get up 12 Don't need nobody else Yeah, I 
ourselves. Lincoln, thanks for joining me on the podcast. Uh, like many relationships these days, it is this online one um, that you build and then if you're lucky, you get to transform it into something real. Mm. And so we've done that today. Yeah. And it's a it's a little leap of faith, isn't it? <laughs> like sometimes I'll email people and um, they'll be like, oh, I nearly deleted your message mm. because you sounded like spam. And I'm <laughs> like, oh, okay. So don't be too polite in an email. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, man, how are yeah. you? You going yeah, good? Yeah, good, thanks. Yeah, thanks for having us on the show. Absolutely. Um, let's start by just... I mean, today's goal is just to talk free form. Sure. Um, I guess I'm a person who likes to go a little bit deeper into the why behind life. Yeah. Um, so hopefully you'll, you'll voyage with me. Um, would you just give everyone just a short little, uh, you know, I guess, intro to you and the work you do, what you care about, your why? Yeah, for sure. Um, well, my name's Lincoln Manuel Horatio Jefferson. I am of Spanish, Jamaican, English heritage. Wow. Um, met my beautiful wife, Jennifer, in the UK while we were teaching. Um, and then she lured, lured me over for a, uh, a birthday party and I've just le- fell in love with New Zealand. So I've been here 15 years, four lovely kids, nine and under. So it's a busy house. <laughs> um, my, my roles have been primarily in South Auckland. So I work for a regional sports trust, Candies Monaco Sports. Mm. Um, which is fantastic. It got me to know the community, uh, what their needs were, and, and really embed myself in, in into what the, the the why was, I guess, and what they needed. So I'm um, always supportive of that. Kind of uh, moved on to Life Education Trust with the lovely Harold the Giraffe. So health education there, and that was in uh, South Auckland again, GM there. Um, and again, kind of got me into the educational side of things again, which is fantastic. And um, worked with the Beautification Trust, removing graffiti and again, environmental education. And now here at the Warriors Community Foundation, which is like a almost like a dream job of everything, you know, it's mm. sport, it's community, um, and it's, you know, it's only been around for a couple of years um but it's kind of it's been the next step in the warriors to to create something that's long lasting mm. um that's got sustainability and the warriors have always done great work um and i think we just wanted to take it a step further and we've got great people there that are, are really making that to to happen now that we think that COVID's almost out out of the picture, but never say never. Yeah, well, and you can't because that's what we've learned is that everything can change on a dime. I'm sure my friend who, he was a pilot at Air New Zealand, he probably hates me talking about it, but I always looked at him as like, that's the most secure job. And in a matter of days... It was all gone. It was all gone. And and I guess, uh, I, I mean, do you think that there's a part of this learning that actually that's how most of our ancestors lived where you weren't planning 30 years of mortgage payments you were planning survival today something like that eh? yeah true and and even you know um just trying to deliver programs in in schools and communities we all kind of evolved and we all kind of um changed into that online forum Mm. that we thought oh we're scared of that, but we, we actually we were very good at it and and managed to you know still be able to deliver really meaningful, impactful stuff to uh, you know across in Australia and over here. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, just things you, you've just got to be like a chameleon and be able to kind of just manage the change. Yeah, well, I, sometimes 
I do think about our sports teams and what it's been like to be an athlete. Mm-hmm. To you know, even look at the Warriors, for example, large parts away from family, um, trying to make it work. You know, like literally trying to make it work. Uh, uh, even hearing stories of you know players on loan, etc., yeah. because we're just trying to make it work. And and I mean, that's the thing. Um, especially for sports, especially in New Zealand, everyone expects excellence on and off the field. Yeah. And I think that's such a challenge to to fulfill that, you know? And, and I guess that's, you know, I'm not asking us to dip into what that's really like, mm. but I'd like people to maybe think that, you know, we have such high expectations. Even now you can see, like, everyone's talking about kindness and, mm. you know, take your time, but make sure you deliver that thing. Yeah. You know, it's yeah, like it's we sh- the dollar still talks yeah. in some way, yeah. doesn't it? I mean, the, the team have been, been away over a 1,000 days. Mm. When they come to play on the 3rd of July uh, against the Tigers, it's going to be, I think it's going to be 1,038 days since they were actually home, mm. you know. We talk about resilience and mental well-being. You know, these guys have have really gone through it, and yeah. um, you know, have to, had to move families. You know, multiple times schooling. You know, they've really been through it, and I think you you know, not just the Warriors, but all the other New Zealand teams mm. that have been based overseas or have had to stay there have done an amazing job. Yeah. And uh, I think that it'll, it's going to be great when they're back because you know that that whole manner that they that you might lose when you're away from home for so long that reconnecting, mm. you know, that homecoming that's a really important element for for the next step for the Warriors yeah, and, and the foundation. Yeah, yeah. Um, just skipping back a little bit, um, you took us through what you know you do as a career. What did you want to be when you were a wee a wee person? When I was a wee person, I, um, a couple of things. I think I wanted to be in a band. Uh, <laughs> could, could, could that still happen? Yeah, well, look, yeah. I mean, I've got four kids. We're looking at seeing what how how well they are with instruments. But um, I played in a little punk band when I was younger. So um, yeah, it wasn't all about the. Um, the actual ability, but more about the having fun. So, yeah. and I think that's still true in in what I try and teach my kids that you know it's about having fun and mm. and enjoying it. You know, even though I love sport, I don't pressure them into do it. I think, mm-hmm. you know, I just love love them having the the freedom to do what you know different things. So. Yeah, and and I mean, honest take because I'm a dad as well. Do you think there's that freedom for them? I mean, just a little fact that you can. Zoom into where everyone, where someone is, you know, with GPS. Yeah. The fact that um, I actually had a mutual friend in here, Joseph Farfield, this yeah. morning, and we were talking about it's not that you were up to dodgy stuff, but someone didn't know where you were every second of the day. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, something maybe we're all grappling with. Yeah, I think so. And um, even you, I guess it's that anxiety as a parent that you think, you know, you need to know exactly where they are and um, all the time. But I think, you know, that fr- that potentially that freedom has is no longer with us. Mm. Um, but I think we try and we try and recreate in our family the ability to go out and, you know, free camp and just get away from from technology for even if it's for a day or two um, whenever we can uh, and reconnect because that's really important having that reconnection mm. to mm. you know to to the land and uh, and being able just to get away from it all. Mm. I get a sense when I talk to someone and I don't know if I invent it maybe I do <laughs> but I try and I'm trying to work out if like you know you get a, like a bit of a sense maybe even digitally when you come across somebody's posts or yeah, and I'm not quite sure what to do with it but I do get like oh I should chat to that person yeah. that's a good person to connect with. Um 
And then you kind of wonder what makes that person up. Why are we doing what we do? Have you kind of thought about that? Have you thought about why it's worth <laughs> maybe taking our skill sets and bringing them into communities and, and trying to do that? Where does that influence come from for you? Um, I think from for me from a early early part of my life, I was brought up by my grandfather who mm. always um, – said to me you know manners maketh man and mm. and being able to talk to people is a really important aspect of anything you do whether you get a degree or don't have a degree i think so important that 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 connectivity even you know like you said we've met through an online forum now we're here we're talking mm. i get such more of a sense of the person that yeah. you are yeah and mm. um, even though the, the the interest was there mm. i was like oh do, do we? <laughs> yeah but then i saw the great people that you've had on the show and mm. um, yeah really wanted to be a part of it but um yeah i just think it's um yeah it's that there's there's definitely for me that was very early on in my life and i think from there wherever i've worked i've just always found the importance of 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 the face to face um to make sure that it's not just about the money for the community it's about the the being the the longevity of of being in there and and making a difference listening to what the community want mm. um, so it's very easy to to tell a community what you think should happen right and i think that's maybe the, the what sometimes falls some organisations fall down on that because they think they know what the solution is. Mm. What's the solutions actually talking to the community and finding the balance of what they need? Man, that's so interesting. Just that idea that um, you're right, people kind of fall in line to think that they know what's best. And I don't know, we're kind of encouraged in some weird feedback loop, aren't yeah. we? Like, as a, you know, it might be a leader or um, you have to guide in a certain way, but. It's. I just think it's really difficult sometimes to. How do you say I'm not sure, in a way that people are going to be like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I remember my my very good friend Brian Marsh, who was the first person I, I I worked with at County Sport and mm. Otara, Tangara College, uh, South Auckland legend, and he, he always said, you know, it's it, it's important that, um, you know, we we don't feel like we're, the, the, we're coming through with the, the white armour and the flag just to come through and actually, you know, change everything mm, overnight. Mm. Sometimes, you know, you hear of programmes that are there for two years and that's no good to a community. You need something that's long-lasting, that's, you know, that's almost eternal in there and it can evolve. There's so many great organisations there that we like to, you know, collaborate with and um, I guess that's the great thing about networking and, and being with people that you... You recognise someone that you might have known for mm, a little while, and mm. then you think, "Oh, now it's the time to collaborate." And, uh, um, and you know, it's a bit tough when you talk to like a, a CEO of some someone who's leading an organisation. <laughs> but like um, when you talk about strategic thinking, what's your balance with feeling versus <laughs> you know, like I, I guess I'm just trying to say like, how does it all add up? Because I'm trying to work that out as someone yeah. who's transitioning out of, uh, let's just say, a pay packet yeah. to try and generate mm. for a service or a product. I yeah. mean, man, it's it feels sometimes like um, it, it is quite obvious. Do what you love, mm. but when you truly try that, I think there's a few. Yeah, it's a, it's a really good question. I mean, I'm very much a, a person that, that likes to 
to have time to think and that mm. and COVID mm. <laughs> when I joined in July last year and I had this quite a lot of thinking time to get things underway and we talked about uh, at the foundation at the Warriors how that strategy was going to look and how we would look as an organisation what we would do to to better the community and you know all these thoughts came along and we had but, but then I thought we're going through a pandemic. We're, we're trying to set something that might change in mm. six months. So we've kind of, it, it was almost that time where you had to say, let's just breathe rather than do, let's just breathe till we, till we get past this little hiccup um, or opportunity maybe to do things differently. And then we look. So we, we've kind of strategically waited to do the strategy um, around now and, and now we kind of seen that we you know we we definitely want to be in the community supporting schools um, and community days which we the Warriors have always done so that's kind of our bread and butter but we mm. also know that we need to be involved with disability we need to ensure that Wahina get in the opportunities to to play sports so we've designed a program all around well-being uh, around Tifadi Tapafar mm how that looks encouraging girls to to get back into sport and you know the reasons behind it and and just exploring that avenue so um we've been able to get get some funding for that um and then we're looking at working with you know housing trusts as well to to actually have a this social well-being aspect that that we may not have had before mm. the opportunities there to make something really great with the with the manner of the warriors um, and to make it sustainable. So it's very early on in the piece, mm. um, and I think we will grow. And at the moment, as much as we're, we want to be seen as a nationwide organisation, it will start off in Auckland with some roadshows and some community days in the community. But in five years, I mean, my, my vision is that we're, we're actually able to deliver more programmes across Aotearoa. Yeah. So the foundation was started... To to what like as I mentioned before, it's uh, it, the Warriors had always done amazing work for the last thirteen years, mm. and our uh, current GM Patrice Patrice Keisha, um, you know, delivered a fantastic um, number of programs to um, many a, a large number of kids, and mm. you know, I think the opportunity through the owners and and through the club was to let's make this sustainable let's yeah. make sure that, that we can grow this and and having the ability as a charitable trust to you know um generate our income meant there was less pressure from a club perspective um and also to ensure that we you know we had the the manner the manner there mm. of the 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 club and the and the professionalism of the rugby league but we also embedded that gotcha. with yeah, yeah and and make sure that you know we were we were growing kids for the future with a good skill set. Yeah, um, that's awesome. And yeah, so it's all about Tamariki and Rangatahi, but we're also, we talked about off-air, mm. about uh, intergenerational, and we're also working with companies such as Bupa about, you know, getting involved with our League in Libraries program, which is all about, Absolutely. you know, that, that love of reading, which, you know, is so important. Mm. And with um, a lot of research showing that, uh, reading and creative writing has dropped off. It, that program is one that we're really, you know, proud of. That we're we're going to expand as we go. Yeah, man. I I think it's really cool to, um, you know, we talk about sport and maybe we just get lumped into like a team. And mm. obviously, like the Warriors is our team. Yeah. And everyone just, you know, it's also they wear uniforms or, or they strip up, and you know, you can 
almost dehumanize it a little yeah. bit. It's like what you hear about people don't look at ambulance people mm. they just see a uniform and yeah. sometimes I think um, even going back a bit more philosophically you know the role of sports it's mm. quite interesting isn't it yeah. to work out what is it simulating yeah. I mean it's simulating probably excellence and mm. imagine I could do that and some yeah. maybe like gladiator yeah. type <laughs> pictures yeah. eh? Yeah. and um, it just sounds like too that there's obviously way more tentacles, if you like, mm. and, and where it interweaves into the community. Yeah, I think, you know, the Warriors in particular, and I, I, I've lived in the UK, I'm a very passionate um, football, soccer guy, and I've been and I've seen the support that some of the clubs generate over there. And, mm. and I love sport, and over here in New Zealand, I don't think I've seen a club have such amazing fanatical fans that... Uh, as the Warriors do, and you know, and that's embedded in, in of what it means to the community. You know, when we went to to Northlands and the team went up there and did a um, road show, you know, we had so many kids that were just you know in awe of mm. of us. You know, after COVID, to go out there and and visit them, and you know, we had Adam Blair was up there, and that's his part of the country, yeah. and we had the future Warriors there as well. And just to see the kids' smiles on their faces that, you know, it wasn't the NRL team because they're away, but mm. it just meant so much to them. And yeah. and I think everywhere we go, you kind of get that that picture of, you, you know, that it's a community club and that's mm. what the, the importance of the foundation is that it's kind of a, the next step for us to, mm. to, to grow the, the, the club and, the, and what we do. Um, you mentioned before a little bit about your grandfather and just like the... Uh, what would you call it? Just like ways to impart a bit of wisdom and and stuff like that. I mean, um, how important? And of course, it's important. But um, it almost feels like aren't you lucky to have moments like that? And yeah. I just I I want to highlight that because maybe people can look back in their own lives and look mm. to where where these little moments of yeah. uh, what would you call them? Just like gold come from man yeah i mean you know i'm I, I turned 50 this year and i kind of reminisce sometimes on things and you know i lost my grandfather when i was quite young mm. at 16 17 but i always remember him as a man of um that always stood by his values and and always was kind and and that thing you know through thick and thin has always carried me mm. really well so when i've struggled when sometimes i've had that that gray day which we all have mm. and um i just sometimes just think of him and i I can almost visualise him, or you know, talking to me, and I, I kind of have that. You know, sounds <laughs> probably a bit weird, but I have a conversation with him, and he That's always awesome. kind of, um, he's always there for me. So yeah, 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 I find that really, really important for me. Oh, yeah. absolutely, and uh, you know, thank you for sharing that. Mm. I mean, part of what I just personally like to do is, like, yes, it's all professional, and our cameras are working, and all mm. that, but, but there, I am interested in the the bits behind. <laughs> yeah, you know, like for example. Do you, um, and maybe it's too private to share, but like, what are your bedrocks of um, a spiritual person? And I ask that because mm. I'm not so sure uh, where everyone sits now. Yeah. I don't know what the majority is. Do the majority think like, oh, we don't know, <laughs> or we definitely know it's not, yeah. or we definitely know it is? Yeah. And the only way I think I can kind of get a gauge is by talking to people, to people about yeah, that stuff. Sure. Um, I mean, I. I don't think I'm a a traditional religious mm. person. Mm. I think when I need to, I'll 
I'll have my own moment and my yeah. own space to do that. Mm. I'm not a, um, a churchgoer per se uh, every week, but when I, you know, when I, I think that I, I need that, I, I do. I do, I do have that support yeah, there, but yeah. it's more a um, one-on-one with that person and, and, <laughs> and me, um, or as I said, with my grandfather. Yeah, no, that's cool. Thanks, man. I mean, yeah. um, that sounds a bit like me too, you know, yeah. just trying to work it out. And yeah. it's probably slightly difficult because you, I guess you're here in some way representing, uh, you know, the Warriors, <laughs> yeah. and it's uh, very much tied into the yeah. Pacific Māori community, yeah. which heavily leans on, you know, their faith. Yeah. Um, and, and it's something that actually I am trying to be more open with. Like my yeah. background is – Mum's from the Cook Islands, dad's yeah. from here. Yeah. And I'm an exact mix, yeah. right? Like 50-50. And yeah. sometimes I could feel that parts wrestling with each other. Yeah. One side wants me to open up a bit more yeah. and to be a bit open. And the other side tries to keep the, you know, that yeah. good old, um, oh, I don't know what it is, kind of European ancestry, yeah. which is like, no, we just, we control it. Yeah. And I can feel those two wrestle. Yeah. And... Actually, when the pressure's on, I can feel the side that asked me to open up a bit more triumph. But it's interesting, isn't it? Because I interviewed a guy, Lance Burdett, who was like a terrorist negotiator. And he said, when people are really up against the wall, it's calling for mum or calling for God. And I'm like, it's so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And yeah, as I said, uh, you you know, my weird, you know, Catholic Mm. um, at home and... um, you know, we, we do go to church, but it's just not the, mm, uh, mm. yeah, it's just more of a, a personal thing for, for me. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Um, and I think maybe having these chats too will allow us to just work <laughs> out, you know, that uh, it, we're clearly not in a world anymore, which is like pick your team, right? Mm-hmm. It's like we're all part of this team and trying to work out where yeah. we sit on spectrums, eh? Yeah. And um, I just think it's a really interesting prospect uh, to be like what why you know and so sometimes those things come through in the chats and other times yeah it's like um i I guess just a little bit on on sport in Mm. in general you know um traditional sports like league like rugby like netball like soccer Mm. uh you know have always been very well represented in new zealand but that's i think what kids want now is is changed quite a bit and they want to do sports where they feel empowered and Mm. individuals so you Things like skateboarding, snowboarding, you know, individual sports, uh, break, uh, you know, I say break dancing, <laughs> you know, hip hop dance. Um, yeah. That's showing my age there. But, um, you know, kids want to express themselves in, in, in different ways, which maybe for, for someone of my my age wouldn't necessarily have gone down that, that path. I wanted to be part of a team and the, mm. the structure and the camaraderie. And, mm. and I think kids now find find different avenues to do that, you know, and they may TikTok like we talked about before yeah. and, and just express themselves and 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 report back on it to us in a different manner. Mm. Uh, whilst before it was very, you know, photo or That's right. Whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well the the world is open for <laughs> us to have a go at things. And I yeah. mean I'm you know, we're it's not obvious, like we highlighted at the start, where are we in a pandemic? Mm. Are we it feels like we're coming out somewhere but I mean as we know it felt like that a couple times during this thing didn't it Yeah, and then it's like straight back into this other system which was very kind of controlled and I didn't even know what to make of everyone's differences on the matter in fact 
I think probably it just suggests that it's a reminder that we're not all the same. Yeah. But true. we are actually celebrating the difference. Yeah. It's just not when the heat's on sometimes, yeah. eh? Yeah. As I said, it was, uh, you know, a baptism of fire when we got COVID <laughs> the first time when I joined. But, you know, as I said, things you just got to, sometimes you just have to sit and actually breathe and just mm. let it let it be almost. Like, yeah. You know, and um, and from there you'll, you'll actually have time to think about what that looks like moving forward. Mm. Sounds a little bit like I'm kind of going airy-fairy, but I I know what I mean. On this podcast, it's okay. Yeah. I mean, it's specifically called Please Blow My Mind because I want to get to a moment where I might unlock something for people. Mm. But I, when I say please, it's like like your grandfather said, yeah. manners. Yeah. I, it's not just the any word. It's actually I try really hard to be polite yeah. and it's not so sure what that means in today's world, mm. you know? Like... I don't know. I kind of one of the bits of feedback I've had over the years is I need to be more assertive. Right. And I'm like, well, yeah, but you're just trying to make people do stuff. Yeah. And actually, that's really easy to do. Yeah. You can manipulate them. You could force yeah. them. With that seems to be somewhat the human condition. And I don't know. I like the idea that we're trying to evolve or yeah. get better. And sometimes that means we'll yeah. work with. It's like the stigma of um, having CEO as as the name. I think yeah. that, that one sometimes it can open doors and sometimes it shuts them very <laughs> easily. Um, but I always, you know, I always say I'm the, you know, I'm Lincoln from the Warriors Community Foundation mm. rather than the CEO, unless someone specifically asks me. Because I think, you know, I want them to know me for who I am, and I'm because I've got that title doesn't mean I'm gonna, you mm. know, be. I want to be involved in everything that we do. Yeah, um, and and just. Uh, a thing that, that, you know, sometimes happens. Oh, you're not just the CEO. It's like, yeah, so. <laughs> anyway. No, I mean, uh, well, yeah, it's interesting that you, that you are a CEO. I mean, I guess in the little campfire arena, I'm a CEO. The difference between your CEO is that your one comes just with this um, – I was going to say baggage. It's not baggage, <laughs> but it's like when you mention warriors, it's yeah. a pretty hefty title. It's, yeah. like, it's like all blacks, warriors, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Or maybe all blacks, Kiwis, but you know, it's not too far away. It yeah. is a is a is a founda- yeah. it's a bedrock in our culture. Yeah, I mean I feel very privileged. Mm. Very very privileged to, to have the role. I'm not, you know, not not by any way saying mm. I don't want to be associated. <laughs> but um yeah, and it's a, a great privilege. And with that comes responsibility. That's though, right. Of course. And um, you know, because we want we want it to be the, you know, the best foundation mm. to support. Um, the community and the warriors and we're, we're, we're intertwined you know mm. we work at Mount Smart and um, you know we're, as I said well, I haven't been at Mount Smart whilst the team have been there so mm. that 3rd of July or just before when they arrive it's going to be a very special moment for me and the foundation um, you know for the first time we'll have the, the boys back and, Man, that's cool. and it's just you know just that homecoming is going to be something magical so do you um do you, are you someone if like you recognise someone and they're a little bit famous? How do you act? <laughs> the first, I think, the first twenty minutes I, I, I was in the job, Tony Iroh <laughs> and Stacey Jones walked past and they both shook my hand and I think my jaw was on the yeah, yeah. on the floor when That's they came awesome. through. And then Ben Henry was, you know, in the other office is the well-being. Jerry Seal, Seal, you know, it was just like legend after legend. And mm. um, and all the other amazing people that have been there for years as well in the finance team and everybody just like such a good team in there. Mm. But um, yeah, it's a pretty special place. And it's um, awesome. Yeah, really, really privileged. Uh, Lincoln, what 
are you a hopeful person? What makes you hopeful? Why 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 is it good that the sun rises tomorrow? Mm-hmm. You know, like I know they're quite cheesy things to say, but I, I really mean it. Especially when you yeah. look at things like mental health crisis. Yeah, you know, there's record levels of um, people taking their own lives, yeah. and you have to sit there and think, what, why? And I mm-hmm. I personally don't. You know, I don't understand that darkness, so I'm trying to yeah. think. I understand the light, yeah. and let's share some of that. What? Yeah. What? Mm. I mean, for me, um, my my beautiful family, my my mm. four gorgeous kids, my mm. beautiful wife. I, you know, everything. I don't think I saw myself if I could that I would be here with these four beautiful kids and wife, and you know, about to move into Otago again, mm. into our place, and have this wonderful job that's helping so many people um that for me is you know gets me up in the morning and yep. um and just yeah and just the love of the country as well mm. coming from the you know from from overseas and and but the first time i i i came to new zealand my wife took me to mission bay and we mm. and there was hardly any houses at the time <laughs> going through flatbush there and um just the drive and I was like oh, is this like the whole of New Zealand and you know we've travelled a lot in the last 15 years or so mm. and um, I just find it a very special magical place that it's got so much culture and I and I you know the just the the melting pot of everything is you know people said I'd miss London and because it's another melting pot of a different kind but mm. I you know, I just love everything about this this country. Even you know, the, there is a lot lot of darkness, un, un, unfortunately, and and it's something that we that that we try and and, and support in mm. where we can. And we've got a a, a domestic um, violence program that we're kind of just in in conjunction with NRL that we're and 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 that's a tough one because yeah. you know it's uh, something that it's not an easy an easy corridor to to, to do. Mm. And, um, you know, but it's something that's really important, and we've you, you know we got to kind of take the challenge on and yeah. and, and do that. So yeah, no, that's that's correct. Take the challenge on, and it's not obvious what that it's looks like, enough, but yeah. we're kind of built to talk. I think in some ways, yeah. eh? it's like well, if we don't talk, then you resort yeah. to the other stuff, and yeah. and um, I'm all for as you can see, I'm mm. pinning the next hope of my career yeah. on the idea that if we talk, we connect, yeah. and when we connect, we share. Yeah common ground yeah I mean all the Father Fonos and you know with Levard mm. and some great organisations out there mm. that, that are making such a difference and the Warriors work with Levar and uh, you, you know the, the the impact that they're having in terms of supporting that, that vulnerable group is, is amazing and I think as a foundation we want to support that in, mm. in any way we can awesome um, Lincoln you've been gracious with your time we mm-hmm. came to the studio today just to have a look around then I said <laughs> hey man let's jump on the mics um, yeah. and I feel like we've kind of connected and that was my only goal I haven't asked this question to guests for a while because I've been going for about 160 episodes so I've had many kind of ways of tying it up but I'd like to ask you that question do you have a mind-blowing moment that you can share something that in your life helped change the trajectory and I mean you know it's a bit of a tough one and that's why I only pull it out every now and then but do you have a mind-blowing moment that you can share um the mind-blowing moment for me was the birth of my first child. And mm. um, I've actually, yeah, I've I've got a photo of that that moment, and I, yeah, I think that was the, the the birth of my first son, Miguel. Yeah, mm. and that just that's a positive yeah image in your mind. See it and yeah, what did it represent? 
it just represented Aroha, it just represented family, it just represented everything that I'd wanted to be, maybe when I'd, you know, not been the best person. <laughs> and I think, wow, I'm at this moment here where everything just felt right. Mm. I can't explain it. It's just a, it felt right. And yeah. Um, yeah That's awesome. That's awesome. I love that because people, they can, I think we should say more things like, let's aim to have a moment like that. Yeah. You know, and nothing yeah. you've talked about is out of reach. You know, there's yeah. no need for a certain certificate or a qualification. Mm. You could be that person who has someone that you love in your life. You could be that person who puts yourself in that yeah. situation to have a mind blowing moment. And yeah. and we should go after that. You know. So, so hey man, I want to thank you for um, being a guest on the show, and um, hopefully it's one of many conversations that we have going forward. Yeah, thank you for having me, Namihi. Awesome. Hey, um, what about some links? Where can people follow the work you're doing? Yeah, so Warriors Community um, dot Kiwi. You can find us on there. We're on Facebook, so just look for the Warriors Community on there as well. And um, yeah, we've got loads of uh, loads of things happening, so you can see what everything. We'll be going out to schools and what programs we've got, and we'll EDM that out. So. Awesome. And I know you're not allowed to touch people, but we'll just do a little <laughs> sneaky fist pump. Lovely. Thanks, brother. Cool. Thanks a lot. Holding my head again. Making my way through crowded thoughts Sometimes it's hard to get out of it Broke my heart in the dark I was just trying to feel something Falling asleep to the sound of it Always used to let you clean up the messes Down on my knees But I couldn't stand up on my own Turns out sometimes you're stronger alone Bringing out the fight, yeah, bring on all the lightning Cause I'm looking for a hero, look inside the mirror I find one, oh, carry the hurt when it gets too hard Pick it up, dust it off, when I fall down 11 I get up 12, don't need nobody else, yeah, I save myself got burned but i learned our scars make us who we are now i'm 10 feet tall over my demons remind me no one's got me like myself yeah i love me without any help i'm the best thing to believe in so i'm bringing out the Dust it off when I fall down 11 I get up 12, don't need nobody else Yeah, I, I can save myself season and the sun is always right behind the storm bringing out the fire bringing out the lightning cause I'm looking for a hero look inside the mirror I find one oh carry the hurt when it gets too hard pick 